The following episode contains strong language, violence, and references to drugs and alcohol. Previously on Masks and Mayhem. And Yardak, it's Ula Brin. Hey, girl! This is all wrong. I, um, um, we, you have to follow me. Please, come with me now. Now? Uh, the future of Atlantis is at stake. I go. Not Atlantis, Yardak. The world. What? Slides water underneath herself, catching the three of you in a wave and pushing you into the portal. Yardak, find them. Find the tablet. And that's the last thing you hear before you go through the portal. Just for the sake of trying, I want to roll a technology check. So the problem is, like, you only have a little bit of power. You're able to get things back online for a few minutes. Uh, The only thing you're able to confirm is that you have no network connection. Can I at least see what the date is in the bottom right corner? It is March 3rd, 2062. So I feel like our best bet is to pop by the old haunts and see if anyone's still around that can explain. How old is my boyfriend? 40 years older. Oh man, find your kid. (gasps) Fucking badass, like, one-eye Carl. Oh god, is Carl okay? Lieutenant Jackson, who did we talk to to figure out what the fuck's going on? I'm taking you to the boss, man. And the guy running it all, he's got a mane of kind of silver hair pulled back, and he's chewing on a big cigar. As Jackson walks up, he looks up at the lot of you, and his jaw drops, and the cigar falls out of his mouth. My god, Ruby, Yardak, Laserhawk, Rickard? Oh my god. I haven't heard from you in 20 years, so I'm gonna let you do what you feel is right, because we're not exactly on the same time frame here. So, uh, Yardak's friend, Ula Brin, he had just been on the phone, what, what is it called? The Ripplecom. And then all of a sudden she called back, uh, she came through a portal looking haggard and people came after her and she sent us through it and said something about grabbing a tablet? Here's what we understand. At some point, Yarkalen killed Yarkaven, took over Atlantis. So you do notice, it's only like three, but there's Atlanteans uh, off in a far corner. Do I recognize them? No, they're they're strangers to you. They look fairly young. So who are you? Yardak. Her eyes go wide. What? Well, yeah, my dad knew all of you. Who the fuck was your dad? Robert Wilson. Oh, well, your dad would know about time travel. It is the next morning. How did you all sleep? Terribly, actually. Like, shit, I'm stuck in the future. <laughs> stuck has such a negative connotation. Yeah, I'm not gonna go with not well. Gonna go out on a limb <laughs> and assume that they don't have a fucking Hilton around here anywhere. A lot of cots. Realizing the future doesn't have movies or a space cadet? If this superhero thing doesn't work out, I'm pretty much screwed as far as career goes. You should have picked a more viable major, Miss Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> Flashbacks to your advisor. <laughs>
<laughs> in all seriousness, no, I probably didn't really sleep at all. I'm probably still, like, poring over whatever notes I have on these seven tablets trying to figure out. Yeah, who goes, you're 60 years in the future, and you're like, well, I'm gonna get some shut-eye, thanks. <laughs> hey, gotta be ready for the next day. Uh, where did we sleep? That's the real question. I was gonna say that unless you really talked to anyone, I was gonna imagine that you slept on site, not in the hangar, but, like, in that facility. Well, yeah, I figured in that facility, but do they have hotel rooms? Like, where are, like, are we just sleeping on cot? Yeah, it's kind of just like dorm room style cots. Yeah, then not well. You probably would have had a room maybe to the three of you, like you would have had a room to yourselves. Unless you tried to pull any favors with Rickard. <laughs> no, she didn't want to sleep with anybody around her. So Ruby goes, you know what? I'm making a fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby makes her own hotel. I mean, legitimately, like, did you did you do something to your sleeping environment? This would be for flavor text. What if they just didn't have enough beds and I just made more? Yeah, that sounds like a reasonable thing to me. Like, they maybe had an extra room. Since you guys are, are kind of special guests, they, they were able to give you the room, but they're like, we don't really have any spare beds or anything. They were able to give you, like, some blankets, let's say. And I'm, I just made a bed behind me, and I was like, I can help with that. I make a tasteful sitting area. There's, like, a couch and a table. You conjured a nice doily. Private public sees this and he's like, we could really use some assistance sprucing this place up. I forgot that you let me name him private public. (laughs) It's Ah. less that I let you name him, but you repeatedly referred to him as such and that just became his name. I'll still take it. And I was like, well, we're doing some planning. I can I can help you make some like need more beds, more couches. Do you guys know what weed is? I'm not having this conversation right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, your Kalen took over. It's seaweed now. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) They gave you this space to sleep in. Did you do anything before going to bed? Or did you just try to sleep as best you can, you know, with the knowledge that you have? Research, research, research. I am researching. I am going over notes. I am trying to figure this shit out. I think I would probably, Ruby would try to help with research as much as she can. Just because this situation fucked. What about you, Yardak? What are you up to? A lot of introspection and being all broody and sad because my best friend took over the world and killed a lot of people that I know and my king and probably my mom and me. And a whole lot of Brock trying to interrupt that by going, hey, Atlantean, help us with the Atlantean research. Yeah. Yardak, you'd also try to convince Ula to help, like, you know, get the word out to really try to find out about, like, you know, where Carl's at and what's going on with, uh, mm-hmm. with Yarkalen. So I'm going to want you, as kind of a proxy for that, roll an investigation check. Okay. Brock, you can roll the better of, of what is either an investigation or a technology check. Because it sounds like you're primarily trying to use whatever computer records there are. Uh, they're both a 10, so let's see what we got. Alright, you said investigation for me. Anything I need to roll? Well, you don't have investigation. If you can give me an idea of something actively you're doing, I can maybe try to apply a roll. 21. I'm imagining that maybe I'm going around and just talking to people and asking like, hey, Ula Bryn mentioned like, did she mention tablets? Is that what she mentioned? Well, tablets are what she specifically asked you about. And according to Rickard, she said that there are seven tablets that if they're able to gather, she thinks that they can take back control of the Shoctopuses. I'm asking them about the seven tablets, uh, if they know anything, or if Ula Bryn left anything around that they think could be useful. Would that maybe be persuasion? Yeah, I'm going to have you do persuasion. And then, Lizrock, what was your technology or which one did you end up doing? They're both the same. They're, they were both a 10, so... Doesn't really matter. Should I pick one? All right. What was your total? 25. Okay. Uh, 12 overall. I rolled a fucking four. Oof. <laughs> okay. So I'll kind of go in, in order by total. Laserhawk, when you're digging into some of the technology records, you are able to find a general, how do I put this? 
kind of whereabouts reports that have been created about like where people were. You could see sort of where Ula Bryn back when she was checking in where she was going. Okay. Primarily, you notice this was occurring pretty far southeast of Riverside, like into upper state New York. Like that's where she was spending a lot of her time going along the coast primarily. Okay. Yardak. I think in the morning, maybe you're kind of just waking up when Ula knocks on the door. Okay. Hey, what's up, big guy? What's up, tater tot? What is a tater tot? It's the first diminutive I could think of. Yeah, so I've been asking around. Uh, I think I might have a lead on a few things. Oh, on what? Well, I was able to find out Ulibrin had been sort of getting out to New York. I know she had apparently also been further out west at one point. Most of the folks that she kind of brought back here to Riverside, like when she was trying to help you know gather civilians, most of them seemed to remember meeting her around New York. Okay. And kind of the, actually the same thing last anyone heard, Balea said, that he'd be back sometime soon, but that he was going to be heading out to sort of up, upper state New York. I'm already here. What are you talking about? Not you. O- older man, Balea. Mm, sorry. He's your father child now. Please don't call him that. <laughs> and then, Ruby, when you sort of start, like, reaching out to people, most of them are a little, like, hesitant of you. Actually, you did see one guy who you thought was kind of giving you the stink eye, and then it just turns out that he's just a very grumpy-looking guy. Oh, that's fair. Why are they hesitant of me? Because you're, to them, a, a complete stranger. Fair. Fine. You're just asking questions about a very powerful ally who has been missing for some time. She was my ally first. She was my ally first. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty much what you've been able to gather. I guess, technically... Laserhawk knows what Yardak gathered. I don't know if Ruby was still there at the time. What are you all doing now for the morning? We should head up record and see what their general day-to-day is here and what they do. Ruby, I'm gonna need a coffee. I'm gonna need that to be a third scotch. I give just coffee. I don't know if I can control that that well, but I make coffee and then I make a scotch on the side and I go, mix it yourself. Fair enough. Thank you. Mixes, drinks. All right, let's go bother record. I make myself some tea. Would you like anything, Yardak? You know, a lot of film students have to become baristas. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm fucking uh, espresso <laughs> machine now. As you're walking through the hangar again, you're seeing soldiers doing drills. Some folks are cleaning up the, the vulture craft. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> you see record there with the leadership. It looks like, you know, you see Lieutenant Jackson, you see Adrian Hughes, and a couple other military-looking types. Some sunshine. What's been going on in upstate New York, huh? You know, it's funny you bring that up, Brock. Uh, that's kind of what we're looking into right now. Ah, ironic. You have reason to believe that some of these fucking tablets that we're looking for might be there. Or at least Ula Brin spent a lot of time kicking it there. Yeah, you know what? That would make sense. We're seeing a large presence of the Atlanteans kind of building up around the coast there. <laughs> oh, great. As far as we're aware, they haven't gotten wind of, of the tablets. What What are your thoughts, Yardak? What do you think we should do? We can't afford to spare a lot of forces right now. That's why we've just been sort of monitoring New York, but I can't really risk a lot of guys right now. With the people that you have and us as a group, whatever you feel like your team is most adept to tackle we'll go on our own separate mission and grab the other whether you think we should go after ula brin or if we should go to the coast that i'm gonna wear completely excuse the pun fish out of water here <laughs> I, I feel like you, you would know best here's my plan we give y'all a sat phone we have y'all go out make an excursion out that way find out whatever you can about ula brin's hide out there report back to us and we'll we'll see if it's time to maybe send out a few guys after you yeah i feel like ula brin's gonna be a major player and we gotta get her this is me genuinely trying to remember what I'd asked. Did I actually ask about my family last time or did I just ask a- You asked about if private public had ever been to Texas. 
Okay. And he said no ma'am. Canonic at this point, Rickard has probably met Ruby's family. Yeah, multiple times now. Yeah. So I was just going to ask, and I was like, Alan, I, I, I don't know why I didn't think of... I assume they're gone. I, I didn't want to ask, but... You know anything about my family? I'm sorry, Ruby. La- you know, last I heard, folks from Texas were trying to head to Colorado to you know get up into the mountains. They thought maybe elevation might be a benefit, but you know we haven't heard out from out there in quite a while. What about your family? Same deal. It's really hard. Sorry, you've had to deal with this. No, it's okay. It's been it's been forty years. I'm uh even if they had made it out, I don't even know. Doubt they'd still be alive now. Saw the cheerier note. Are we walking to New York? Or are you gonna drop me off, Dad? <laughs> I can make something for us to put on uniforms at least to maybe keep the element of surprise if your Kaylin doesn't know that we're not back, but I don't know, here for the first time younger? I don't know. We've got kind of two options there. We could loan you one of the vultures. We're, we only got a couple of them, though, so they're hot commodity. I also would have to have you promise me that if it looked like you were going to be captured, you would destroy it. Well, what's your second option? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big thing to destroy. We had just captured some uh, Lantian scouts recently. We were able to commandeer their vehicle. I don't know how well you'd be able to blend in. We don't know anything about their code policies or anything like that. Might help you not stand out. It looks to be a sort of, like, land hover vehicle. Yardak, you know anything about that shit? This is very different than anything Yardak would have really seen. Like, if you had to imagine it, it's a chariot, but with a giant pool of water in the center. And you can see underneath, basically, the the pool connects, then that's, the water is, uh, what makes it hover. It's essentially a water-powered hovercraft. Okay. Uh, like, I know a logical way to go about this, but I want to ride the watercraft, RC. Can I roll a technology check to see if I can figure that thing out? Can I roll a vehicle check? I was gonna say, it'd be a vehicle check, really. Oh, well, I have that, but Ruby's is probably better. I have a seven in it. Oh, I have a five. I'll roll it. A natural 20. A natural 20. Yeah, uh, you kind of take a look at it and you think you'd need a couple minutes to really play around with it, but that you could probably get a get a read on it. No, it's it's not terribly difficult. Well, I guess we'll take the thing, yes. Yeah, we don't have to destroy this if we get caught. So, the plan is to take the Atlantean hovercraft. Are you heading out now, then? Yes. I turn to... What was his name again? You'll have to be more specific. The one who Brandon made up the name and it was stupid. Private Public. We don't actually know his first name. To Private Public, and I was like, uh, what do we get back, I'll, I'll help you boost this place up. I appreciate that. And then you hear someone call over, hey, Peter, get over here. Hey, Peter. <laughs> he is private Peter Public. Sounds like y'all are going to be heading out. Pro trip. Vamanos, let's go. Is the idea that you're going to go out over the water specifically? Are we going to stick to roads? Are we going to try and go through the forest? What's the idea here? I feel like water's a bad decision. Yeah. I feel like forest is a bad decision. Maybe we stick to the roads. Yeah. Do we have an Atlantean vehicle? Do we try to put some Atlantean robes on again? Yeah, that's probably a smart idea. Disguises for sure. And I even make a disguise for Yardak. It's a different set of Atlantean robes. And I was like, we don't need people to recognize you. Yeah, try to cover my face some. Mm-hmm. What if we give Yardak one of those badass masks that we fought at the beginning of this adventure? You know the ones. You know the ones. Ooh. Oh, okay, the Atlantean sort of Boba Fett style yeah. ones? Yeah, those fuckle me news. Let's do it! The Atlantean Death Dealer masks. 
Yeah, I make one of those masks for your neck. That's a good idea. Can those canonically be called the Atlantean Death Dealer masks? Because that's the coolest thing I've ever heard Dan say. <laughs> Fine, yeah, we can call them Atlantean Death Dealer masks. Neato. I think maybe you ask someone about it and someone says, yeah, you know, we don't, we try not to tangle with the Death Dealers very often. I hate them, but I love that name. And I just turn to, I guess the people around now are Rickard and Ula. Correct. And I just ask anything else that you guys think we should know before we head out. Be careful. They got eyes everywhere now. It's not just in the water. Great. Fucking love that. Thanks. Thanks. I hate it. They've got creatures they've put out to sniff people out. Oh. They've also got squadrons trying to catch any wayward civilians. I ask Ricker, do you think my idea of trying to look more Atlantean is probably a good idea? I think it'll help you at a distance, but if you get up close, I'd be ready for a fight. That's fair. Random question, but hey, Yarnak. Yeah? I remember forever ago you got hit with some kind of weird Atlantean ruin that took away your ability to bend water. Is that specifically an Atlantean thing, or should I have a sidearm on me just in case? It just took away water powers. It didn't take away powers in general. Okay, I just wanted to be sure before we left the secure base filled with weaponry. I mean, a gun is a good idea. Hey, Rickard, you got a gun you can spare? And I was like, I don't need any weapons from you, and I make a, a sword in my hand and I put it in my holster. Yeah, have fun with that. Hey, Rickard, you got a gun you can spare? Literally any gun. Yeah, we can give you a sidearm. Thank you. Better safe than screwed, am I right? Why are we getting the sidearm? Just in case I get hit with something that could take away my powers, because I don't 100% understand how Atlantean magic works. I've got five points in gun. I will say that your general understanding of Atlantean magic is the same as any other magic. Uh, a sufficiently powerful person can do whatever they want. Exactly, so let's have a gun just in case. Wow, sounds like the government. Oof. <laughs> I'm just saying, remember that Serena the Sorceress made fake Teletubbies feel fear <laughs> that's fair <laughs> just, did they actually feel fear or did she just make it look like they felt fear you'll never know oh god can i get a shotgun maybe a shotgun might be harder to hide though and we don't necessarily want if they see us from a distance we don't want them to see the gun make me flowy robes so to give you an idea again of what this really looks like so imagine there's a uh, a raised pool of water and then there is a ring around it that you are standing in we have to stand in this thing we can't even sit it's a chariot i'm still talking here so here's the pool standing area around it and then there are some seats in the back and then the controls in the front but i have to stand because i'm driving it i mean you can make a chair i guess fuck it i'm making a chair can you imagine standing the entire time of a fucking road trip? Well, you know, a good Atlantean soldier doesn't complain about what the king asks of him. Yeah, well, the king's dead. Long live the king. The current king. Fuck no. the current king especially! This is just what Riverside looks like. You haven't been anywhere else. Everywhere else may be a beautiful, well-put-together area just run by a totalitarian regime. My boyfriend <laughs> is working with Adrian Hughes. Fuck the current king especially! So yeah, you could theoretically, what I was saying is basically you could keep a shotgun on the ground so it's not directly in sight, unless they're like, again, next to you, in which case you are kind of in trouble anyway. Yeah, at that point I'm already shooting. I put my sword, I make two daggers, put them in my boots. In terms of color, this thing is primarily tan and purple. The pool area, as well as the area you stand and sit on, is tan, and then the outer uh, exterior is purple. For class. Are we, like, floating on water? Is that how the pool part works? So yeah, essentially it's using water, and when it's magically activated, it floats. Magnets, bro, how do they work? I mean, essentially, like, if, <laughs> if you had to garner a guess, that's how it's working, is it's using the same thing that allows you to move water to polarize against the ground. Okay, I guess... Let's get out of here. And then I 
I make some beef jerky in my hand and went here, some snacks for the road, and I hand them to As you're making the beef jerky and handed it out, Lieutenant Jackson was behind you with like some rations and he just looks sad and he walks away. Oh no no, we'll still be taking that. <laughs> just in case. Like we'll take that. And then I make some I was like, Would you like some beef jerky to Lieutenant Jackson? Sure. And I make some beef jerky and I hand it to him. Hey Lieutenant Jackson, you ever try marijuana? Anyway, um <laughs> You've gotta stop telling people I can make weed. Like, Why? There's no cops. Just death dealers. <laughs> I want that as a t-shirt. No cops, just death dealers. Now available at MasksAndMerchandise.com. <laughs> masks and Merchandise. You're welcome. Feel free to add it to the notes, but I can't guarantee I'm going to buy another domain that we're unlikely to use. Let's get going, guys. Vamanos, let's go. Into the quite visible boatmobile. Let's get into the magic Atlantean boatmobile thing that apparently I know how to drive. Well, you think you know how to drive it. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I didn't know when I made a Ruby a van that meant I had to be the team mom who has to drive the kids around everywhere. And I think Lieutenant Jackson, was he was part of the team who helped commandeer this thing. So he kind of gives you a lowdown of like how they figured out how to drive it. Okay. You wave your hand over this one part. That's what activates it. And when you activate it, it brings up these two, basically like, again, like reins almost to kind of pull your direction. I think you're able to... To activate it, they are able to open up another area for you that leads into a tunnel, and that tunnel then lets you go and kind of comes out towards the edge of town. Secret tunnel, and then you end up near the high. You end up on the highway. Yeah, secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. Why do I feel like I'm in Atlantis, the Lost Empire, right now? Specifically, making like Atlantean vehicles work. Yeah. Congratulations, Milo. So you are basically making your way down the coast. It's going to be about a four-hour ride. I don't know if it really a drive would be the right word. A four-hour hover. Yeah, four-hour hover. There's really no traffic. That's the great thing. You are having to dodge through a lot of, like, abandoned vehicles, but... I, ma- I make, like, a stool thing for me to at least, like, lean on. Mm-hmm. One of those little Catholic kneeling stools. I was thinking, like, one of the, like, a, like the one you would use at a standing desk. Yeah, that. Yeah, you should make a boombox and the best of Led Zeppelin CD for the road trip. I fucking love Led Zeppelin. I don't want the Atlanteans to hear us. Fuck. We'll have to have the boombox be very quiet. All right, cool. Oh, I can't make electronics still. I can make- Fuck! That is not- Yeah, you cannot make electronics. All right, make enough weed for me to start hearing Led Zeppelin. Anyone know how to play an instrument? Give me a kazoo. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, does anybody have music downloaded onto their phone? Oh, Actually, I guess your phones are probably pretty close to dead. What about this? Yeah. Is that a recorder? (laughs) Dude, are there any Atlantean instruments that Yardak knows how to play? Do you actually fucking know how to play that thing? (laughs) No. I've had it since third grade. Why the fuck do you still have your recorder from third grade? Because I spent $10 on it. (laughs) All right, we don't have time to cover all that. Uh, Everyone roll a perception check. 19. 25. 21. Then I think Yardak, you're the one who catches this first. You realize that far down the road, there looks to be some kind of checkpoint. Swerve in the woods. You're riding right along the forest. Theoretically, you could make your way into the forest to avoid being seen. Into the woods we go. Into the thick of it. Well, if that's the case, then visual aid, roll a vehicle check. 21. Oh, thank God. I thought I rolled a four at first, but the one was like covered. <laughs> I rolled oh, okay, okay, okay. So you make yourself like a quick right turn into the forest. For a moment, Laserhawk bounces and like has to grip the exterior to stay on. Because you were going about 60 miles an hour when you suddenly just veer into the forest. I mean, the good news is I'm the one person here who wouldn't have been totally screwed on account of I can leap a mile at a time. You are making your way through the forest. It looks like you have successfully avoided that checkpoint. <laughs> Get fucked. Make me another vehicle check. 
uh, 17. I did that math in my head. Yeah, you're starting to reach into like a very thick, dense part of the forest, so you are having to make a lot more dodges. I imagine that you're having to tell people to hold on. I slow down. Okay, so you're slowing down a little bit. So you left in the morning. It's about a four-hour drive, so sun is high in the sky as you're sort of starting to reach upstate New York near some of the spots that Ulibrin had been sighted around. Do I recognize any like landmarks in New York? You, you've kind of, as you've gone along, stumbled on the remnants, like abandoned remnants of town. Do I see the Statue of Liberty? I know we're in upstate New York. We're nowhere near Manhattan. No, no, you're in upstate New York, so yeah. you cannot you cannot see the Statue of Liberty. And if you can, things have gone more wrong than you realize. <laughs> I just want to quote Planet of the Apes. That's fair. I just wanted to be clear that Rachel does understand that not all of New York is Manhattan. <laughs> no, some of New York is Queens. You've passed the remnants of some abandoned towns. You are coming up on probably the first larger suburb area, mm-hmm. but not a place you've ever been to before. It is pretty close to where Ulibrin said that she had found some people. Right, well, I guess let's hide the whip and go on foot from here. Are we that close though? Let's just kind of hop off. That was a good question. Hello, yes, I can carry both of you and jump up to a mile. Yes, we're close enough. Let's stash the inconspicuous vehicle. You see like a basically what looks to be an abandoned shopping center that you're coming up on. Let's go to the mall. Hell yeah, let's get some apocalyptic cheese curds. The Twinkies have to still be good, right? Snowballs. Snowballs. <laughs> we're the fucking Twinkies. Was that in character, Brandon? Sure. And I just go, I'm so proud of you. Yes, hello. I have also watched the movie. <laughs> just one. <laughs> Just zombie land. Are we stashing the vehicle or or what's the plan here? We could stash it in this shopping center and go from foot. We could stash it and also I can make something to like hide it even more. Yeah, you can make garbage to hide it under. We're gonna want it close because if like if we need to make a quick getaway. If we need a getaway car. Alright, let's find her. Stash this bitch and let's go find her. Do we actually think Ulibrin's here? I thought the future version of Ulibrin came to us. I was under the assumption that we were here looking for tablets. Yeah, that's what I was. Well, you were specifically told that Ulibrin hung out a lot in this location. Well, because I, this is the assumption I've made that the Ulibrin who was in this time is the Ulibrin who came to us. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. And set us in the back. So I don't think Ulibrin is in this time. Probably not. He's either hanging out in our time or dead in our time. Let's go look. So we're hiding this. Are we at the mall? Yeah, you're at a mall. We hide it in a Build-A-Bear. I don't know. <laughs> like, And you just make one giant fucking teddy bear to sit on top of it. I hide it be- like in a thing of stuffing. Okay. I make like, a display of like a bunch of teddy bears and hide it behind that. Okay. You're in the mall now? Like you're making your way through the mall now? Yeah. Okay. So Ruby, you don't have any kind of investigation, right? No, I do not believe so. Uh, well, tell me a bit about what you're doing in the mall. Trying to get out so we can investigate the actual location we're supposed to be in, unless this is the location. I mean, I don't imagine there's going to be a bunch of people, so we just kind of... Is she a Forever 21 girl? (laughs) Uh, I am looking around to see if there is anything that appears out of place or tampered with recently and by recently I mean like probably within the last year. Okay. You know, I don't want to have to go in this every store individually and have to look. I'm going to hope that... Our God King DM throws me a bone if I roll high enough on an investigate check. And Yardak, what are you up to? Being a himbo. Actually, you know what I want to try to do? I want to try to use my Ripplecom. Hmm. Okay. The simplest solution could be this. I want to try to give her a call. Please don't make a wrong number. Hey, buddy. Guess who's alive? Just, God, could you imagine, like, fucking call up your arcade and I'm like, I lived, bitch. <laughs> Surprise, bitch. Bet you thought you saw the last of me. Laser Rock, roll an investigation check. Bet. And so, are you specifically trying to call Ula Brin's Ripplecom? Yes. Okay. 28, baby. Yardak, you are trying to call Ula Brin's Ripplecom, mm-hmm. 
it's the call is essentially starting. It's beginning like as though it is in reaching out. You're not getting any answer. Okay. Meanwhile, Laserhawk, as you're kind of like investigating the mall, you notice that twice once Yardak attempted to make a call, you heard something behind one of the walls. <gasps> Hold up. Yardak, make that call one more time. Diddle-diddle-ling. Diddle-diddle-ling. And I think it's kind of like if you bring Yardak closer and he hears it, he would recognize it as like the start of a ripple come. I do that. And I'm bound off in the direction of where it's at. Well, no, 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 no. Like, I'm saying, like, you hear it behind a wall. Like, it was pretty loud, but it's, like, behind a wall that you're near. Well, I'm assuming that there's, like, a store entrance somewhere attached to that wall where I could go in and then see what it is. If not, I'll punch a wall. I don't give a fuck, RC. So as you're searching around, you eventually find your way into a maintenance area that you think might lead you towards it. I open the door to the maintenance area. And peek my head in before I fully jump in. What are the rest of y'all doing? Probably following Laserhawk, right? Okay, well, I'm just making, like, y'all are independent people. I don't- Post-apocalyptic future, let's not split up. Mm Mm-hmm. Good call, gang. We only have one satellite phone. That's fair. Actually, this is a great time to ask, though, who does have the satellite phone? Really? Sure. I'll take it. Yardak, are you on board with that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you open the maintenance door. Roll me, everyone roll a perception check. Ooh, not 20, baby. Oh, fuck me. Roll up the table. Uh, 28 altogether, then. Uh, 27. That is a 7. Ruby seems to say a lot better beyond going on right now. <laughs> Let's get some candles, guys. If it's there, it's free. <laughs> Laserhawk, Yardak, Ruby, you're all sort of looking through this maintenance area, and you're trying to figure out, like, how this building connects to itself. And I think, Laserhawk, you and, and Yardak lock eyes for a moment in a shared moment of realization that there is a shelf blocking what appears to be a door. Hey, Yardak, you're buff. You want to move that? You're buff. Alrighty, do I need to make a strength roll? No, it's not that heavy of a shelf. Oh. You know, it's a big metal shelf, but you're you're a strong dude. I'm a big, strong boy. Is the door unlocked? Yeah, when you go to open, it is unlocked. As soon as we're going in, I, I take my sword out just to have it on my side, just in case. Good call. Yeah, I open the door and take a step on in. This looks to be a little kind of a hideaway. You can see, like, a lot of Atlantean writings on papers everywhere. Yardak, read. I'm gonna look around. I also look around, but I'm less helpful for this. Is it the ancient Atlantean, like, on the tablets, or is it new Atlantean, like, it's probably Ulibrin? It's like new Atlantean, like, it's probably Ulibrin. Oh, okay, so I can read it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, can I roll, like, an um, investigate check to see what I see while Dan reads what he reads, and Ruby does what Ruby does? Ruby's looking around, but Ruby can't investigate, so... Oh, you've got perception. Yeah, I do have perception. Perception, insight... You know, there's definitely some things you could try to do. Insight? Is the, are the walls fucking trying to lie to me? <laughs> are the walls trying to lie to me? Can I roll an intimidate and threaten the room? <laughs> no. I, I look around, but I also... I still keep my sword out, looking around, making sure nothing's a, like a trap. Yardak, as you're reading, essentially what you're finding is a lot of Atlantean texts on everything that's kind of relevant. The tablets... Ancient Atlantean history, time travel, your runes, things that Ulibrin has taught you over the years. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like the desperate scrawl of someone trying to find a, an answer. And then meanwhile, Laserhawk, you've sort of been realizing that the areas that she's, as far as you can tell, you're looking at like maps and stuff, things that are, you know, explicitly written in Atlantean. But it would look like you see a list of all the places people had mentioned she has been at, you know, seem like she's trying to find something. Okay. I would imagine tablets. That's a fair, that's a fair assumption. <laughs> there is a big circle like a big red scrawled circle in an area just a little south of where you are now. Like probably about 20 minutes south. Folds up map. 
puts in pocket, shares information with friends. Does me standing guard looking around, does that yield anything? Do I need to- so you're <laughs> showing it to Ruby? Yeah, I mean, I kind of show it to everyone, like, hey guys, look at this crazy funny little map I found. I bet that red circle means important. Suddenly, you find yourself hearing a voice in the darkness as the light bulbs above you and, like, a little ways away from you explode. Ooh. As soon as I notice the light bulbs are about to explode, I make a canopy above us so the glasses are, like, shatter over us. So what you hear clatter to the ground is, like, you basically see it like a little tiny shard and that's what was breaking the light bulbs. And you hear a voice call out, this is not a place for Atlantean scavengers. You picked the wrong place to fuck with. Hey, I'm not an Atlantean. Dickwad, you wanna maybe not? To be fair, you're wearing Atlantean garb. We're undercover, dickhead. Not that great at it, apparently. And I like, we're not on the Atlantean side. Team human over here, although I'm Atlantean. <laughs> All right, this is your only chance, and this person is like shadowed in the darkness. I want you to step into the light. Which you? Pronouns, pal. Any of you, one at a time. I step into the light. Uh, the figure steps into the light, and Brock, you know what your son looks like. Hey. Ah! It's been 40 years, and he looks, well, kind of like your dad did at one point. I take off the mask. Dad? Hey, bud. So, how you been? I am not up for any Atlantean sorcery bullshit today. Oh, shut the fuck up, Carl. It's me. I should go, hi, Carl, and <laughs> step into the light. Look, I got these with me, too. We're from the past, Ula Brynn flung us forward, what have I gotta do to convince you that it's me? Have I gotta remind you about that time that we were five years old and we went to Wondertainment World? You threw up on the roller coaster, Carl. You threw up on the roller coaster. You shouldn't have fed me all that cotton candy. How you been, son? I just gotta go, hi, Carl. The fuck is going on? We, we really are from the past. I mean, I assume I looked a lot different the last time you saw me? So when you look at him, he has sort of holster on. He's wearing a very, like, navy blue jumpsuit. The holster appears to have some, like, slots where he has these little, like, throwing daggers in. And he also has, like, these kind of, uh, metal wrist bracelets. Wonder Woman-esque wrist bracelets. Cool getup. So look, kid, I have, like, 50 questions for you, but let's start with the most important thing at hand. I'm gonna ask you a series of basic questions. <laughs> I thought about using that line. <laughs> but I'm not trying to threaten my son. Not yet. We'll see how this goes. We're here looking for seven fucking Atlantean tablets that Ula Bren's been looking for. What do you know about that one? Yeah, she gave me the lowdown on that. I, um, I've been trying to look for them too, you know, we... I've been trying to go and further out, all the way out to California at one point. We're gonna assume that things aren't any better out there, huh? There's a few spots that are alright, but they're under enemy control. I pull the map out of my pocket, unfold it, and show it to the kid. Does this mean anything to you? Oh, you want to steer way fucking clear of that right now. Elaborate. Huge buildup in Atlantean forces. Looks like they're garnering up, I imagine, for another offensive against Riverside. Oh, great. Wait, where? Uh, so this is, like, in upstate New York. Where he said it was a couple miles south of where we were. Yeah. Do you know why she circled it like that? Was it because she thought there was a- one of the tablets were there, or just because, like, this offensive is about to happen? She was kind of crazy obsessed with those tablets, so, you know, I wouldn't put it past her that maybe that's why thinks they're gathering there. I've also been steering clear. I can't, you know, really risk anything going on. Yeah. So, the closest shot we have at getting one of these tablets is currently flooded with Atlanteans. No fancy Ardak. I'm removed from this and Entirely. I wasn't here for any of it. Fair enough. I mean, as far as we know, the future you was on our side. And I just was looking at Carl, right? Yeah. I was like, how did I die? Did I die? Am I here? We, we talked about this thing. Oh my god. 
Wait, I forget. How did I die? All of us disappeared on the mission. That's right. Okay. You didn't read the very detailed write-up I gave you. Technically, we are only presumed dead. We could yeah. still be alive. Yeah. Like, there is a minute chance, but... No one has seen you in about 20 years. God, I have this fear of how RC could use that against us. No, 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 no. You keep that to yourself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We have to get in there. And figure out why Ulibrin had this circle. That is honestly the closest thing we have to a leave right now. And God damn it, I think we gotta take it. That's true. <laughs> Ask your kid about his powers. I was going to, like <laughs> I said, we're going from order of most to least important. Are you kidding? Depending on the power that could help us solve everything. I need to find out about the tablets, Dan. <laughs> it has been... Three hours since I played Candy Crush, and I'm starting to get grumpy. I want my tablet. I want my tablet. <laughs> <laughs> he says, basically, I'm with you, Pop. Hey, on a related note, if you're going on reconnaissance with me, I have a question for you. Yeah? What are they? Your powers. Oh, right, right, right. So you're from before, then. Yeah, let's start here. When did you get them? Uh, I guess it was not too long after the invasion started. Which was? 2020. Two-ish. Canonically, Brock is trying to very quietly freak out because he realizes that his son gets powers in 2022 and Brock lives in 2022 and oh god, how is Beverly gonna react to any of this? Hey, you haven't asked any other questions yet. I'm getting there. Well, he didn't answer what they are! And actually, Ruby goes, so, how's your mom? Gone. R.I.P. Bev. Uh, sorry. Sorry, Dad. No, you have... Nothing to apologize for. The fact that you are alive in this is incredible to me, but back to the matter at hand. Okay, so you get your powers uncomfortably close to where I am in the timeline, but alright, what can you do? So it happened when the Atlanteans attacked, our house got hit. Fuck! That's when it started coming down, that's when I was able to do this for the first time, and he thrusts his arms upward, and basically two golden sort of energy shields come out of them. Huh! What the fuck are those? What are those?! <laughs> Imagine basically like a golden transparent shield, like it's not actually a shield shape, like kind of just like an oval shape, and it's hovering maybe like like six inches from his forearm. My question canonically remains the same. What is that? It's it's what I can do. I can project energy shields. I can use them defensively. I can use them to a certain degree offensively. It's really good for bashing someone out of the way. No, Ruby just goes, well, that'll be interesting to deal with when you get back. <laughs> Brock is full on, like, doing that dad thing where I'm, like, grabbing my kid's arm and, like, lifting it up, looking at it, figuring out how this thing works. Like, what the fuck? You know, it's funny. You kind of had the same reaction the first time. Uh, well, the good news is I'll be a little pre better prepared for the next first time. That's a weird sentence. That is a weird sentence. You're correct. I I'm sorry. I know that this is hardly the important part right now, but, like, can you shoot those? Not exactly. Exactly. I, I can control like the size and a little bit of, uh, of the distance, but it's, it's fairly limited, at least from what I've been able to find. Okay, I'm just curious how similar that is to my power. Like, did you get this because of me? Were you a post-human anyway? I just, th th this is a lot to take in, you know? That's fair. These are all questions I don't really know because, you know, I don't, we don't really exactly have access to the same uh, genetics uh, no, that's, that's, technology we used to. That's totally fair i'm just i think that's something we get to figure out if we get back home oh god speaking of when we get back home hey how pissed were you when you found out that i'm laser hawk well i wasn't pissed i was proud 
Oh, thank fucking God. That's cute. That's it, the character reviews goes, well, that's cute. This is hardly the time, but I always worried that you'd blame me for Anthony, you know, kid? No, Dad, I, I know you did everything you could. I mean, you know, um, I was I was also, you know, 14. I was kind of pissed at everything. You know what, that's fair. 14, an apocalypse happening. What you gonna do? Yeah, had to save your mom from a falling house. Yeah, yeah good job. Proud of you. Uh, as emotionally overwhelming as this is, who wants to go punch some Atlanteans? I asked Carl, would you want to come with us if we have to go search for the tablets anymore? I assume there's probably none here, right? I assume this is Ulibrin's hideout. I presume that we're going to this big red circle area that's flooded right now. Fun. So, uh, yeah, you in, kid? Little father-son bonding experience? Playfully nudged, just like old times? Yeah, uh, I suppose it is a little like old times, from your perspective. Uh, yeah, well, hey, it'll be like one of your video games, only IRL. Only IRL? Dad, I haven't played video games in about 38 years. I'm sorry, kid. I'm getting used to this. That's fair. Look, as, as fun as this uh, sitcom that you two are like, creating sounds. Yeah, anyways, let's go fuck shit up, huh, kid? Yeah, uh, how are we getting there? I know, actually, when he goes, let's go fuck shit up, we just can't help it. It goes, God, whatever happened to predictability? And it's just like, let's go. Let's hope that there's not some old familiar friends waiting around the bend. None of us like us right now. I mean, you have a couple old friends, like, uh... You know, Adrian? No, no, we don't. I've got a couple of villains kicking around. I found my friend, son. Um, Rickard is your friend. Rickard's not kicking around here. No, he turns to kid. So how far away is this place? Can we walk there? Should we hop on the fucking water scooter? Oh, yeah, I figured out how to drive that thing. Oh, wow. You got one of the hovercraft? Yeah, one of those sons of bitches. I figured out how to drive it. Not gonna lie. Rides like a dream could use a radio. Yeah, they're really built more for function rather than fun. Nah, that's a shame. You know what's not functional? No driver's seat! But yeah, do we need to take that kid or can we walk? I would say it's a good idea to take that. You might help us blend in. If nothing else, might make a good battering ram. And then I go here, blend in, and I make some Atlantean robes and I hand them to Carl. Thanks, Ruby. Well, let's go back to Build-A-Bear. <laughs> what, does Carl have a reaction to let's go back to Build-A-Bear? No, he's used to the wacky shenanigans y'all bring about. <laughs> How? We've been dead for fucking 50 years. <laughs> You've been dead for 20 years, and that also means about 20 years of him dealing with your shenanigans. <laughs> Plus the 14 from before that. Okay, yeah, that's fair. God damn it, I have to deal with this fucking bullshit again? This is the only good thing about them being dead. God. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, I imagine you unbearify and co- uncover it. <laughs> the wall of bears dissolves. I get on it, have a hand placed over shotgun, kind of kneel down like I was before. You have chairs. I was the one who had to make a stool. Okay, but I'm trying to like crouch to where if I need to whip out the shotgun and pop a shot, I can. I'm not trying to get comfortable. Plus, Yardak is still wearing the crazy Death Dealer mask. Yep. It just looks cool. Looks at Yardak. Oh, God, yeah, never mind. I understand why you threw that knife at us. <laughs> we might not like them, but they certainly have style. You're able to make your way. So it's about 20 minutes away. You get about 10 minutes out when suddenly the sat phone starts blinking. Hello? Uh, wait, Ruby's driving. Pass it to me. Eyes on the road. 10 and 2. I don't have a steering wheel. It's a fucking Atlantean chariot. You are not an Atlantean. Focus on the road, Ruby. No, because he said 10 and 2. And I'm like, but I- Actually, I say, you know what? That's a good way to explain it. I figured out finally how to describe what this thing looks like. Imagine a pod racer. Hell yeah. Now, this is 
is pod racing. <laughs> it's literally being pulled by like two water engines. I hand the phone back to whoever's behind me. Brock's making this is an emergency call. Who the hell is this? This is Brock Balea. Who is this? All right, quit fucking with me. Who is this actually? Hey, dickhead, it's me. Who the fuck are you? Time travel is happening. I just kind of yell back. I, <laughs> Who are you? You just hear like the sounds of like energy blasts. <laughs> I need you to patch me through to... I need you to patch me through to Rickard. Dope. I'm gonna roll a technology check. No, you don't need to roll a technology check. Like, you can figure this out. Okay. Okay. Patch through. Beep, boop, boop, beep. Rickard, are you there? Can I still hear this for the record? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's still like you're, you're basically being relayed. Okay. Okay. I still have no idea who this is, do I? Can I roll something to see if I recognize the voice? Just because he knew who Brock was, so maybe we know it's someone we know. Does this satellite phone have speaker phone? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess we're on speaker. Okay, can I roll something to see if I recognize the voice? Same. Yeah, everyone roll per- I mean, I guess if Yardak wants to, you can roll perception too. Okay. I might know who it is. Oh. Fuck. God damn it. 23. Try to figure out that would be insight. Okay, is it insight or uh, perception? I'll let it be you either. Okay, I could have a lot more in insight. 26. 25. 12. <laughs> Okay. Oof. Uh, no, but honestly, I would say y'all recognize it. Uh, this is Burt McIntyre, aka the Apocalypse Man. Oh, fucking Christ. Burt? What the hell? I can just picture Laser Hawk going, no, die, and hanging up. I know they said he's on our side now, but like, it weird. Yeah, this is McIntyre. We are pinned down about five clicks north of New York City. Turns to my son. How well can you navigate us then? Uh, we're, we're pretty much there. It sounds like they're right smack dab in the middle of the shit. Oh, so they're where we're going. Yeah. Well, we're headed that way, Bert. Great news, APOC. We're on the way. This is, this was more of a warning call. Oh. They're definitely gathering forces. They're, they're, they're collecting something here. They're digging. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I think we need what they're collecting is the problem, right? I think so, but they, we got, we got caught. Tiger's down. Define down. She's bleeding all over my lap right now. Fuck me. All right, we're coming to you. We're gonna help you. Then we're gonna go get that goddamn tablet. That sound good to everyone? Rickard, Alan, I don't think I'm gonna make it this time. Ah, oh, fuck me. Take care, buddy. And then you hear and the line goes dead. God damn it. Oh, what the fuck? <sighs> I don't know. Should we Should we be heading out there? I'm not sure what, we're, what we should be doing right now. They're dead. Yes, I know that they're dead. Fuck them. We need that tablet. We do need that tablet. That's what I'm not... Honestly, I think that we should probably ungabunga our way inside. What does ungabunga mean in this instance? <laughs> Bust through the fucking wall and take our shit. Okay, cool it, man. Cool it. That was the most natural reference you've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, what's the other strategy? I don't know, and I, uh, Carl, you've been around this shit longer than we have. I know I said that we should steer clear of it, but if they've got tablets or they're collecting something, then, then I think it's a good idea that we get down there. We stop them. Bert thought it was enough to, to make sure it was the last thing he did. Still not used to Bert being an ally. You got your apocalypse after all, buddy. Did he just become man after the apocalypse? Rickard's still on the line, and he finally speaks up. He says, I want you all to infiltrate. I'm going to work on gathering up a force, try to draw their fire, try to distract them. Oh, don't worry, bud. That was already the plan. We're just trying to figure out how to get in. You got any insight on the situation? Did we try to sneak, or did we just kind of go full Kool-Aid, man? Oh, yeah. Sneaking's a good idea. I'm good at that. Carl strokes his chin a little bit. Why don't we do both? Oh, distract them one end, get through the other. You're fucking- Consider it a three-prong attack. We have Rickard send out a distraction force- we have some of us sneak in, and he taps on the hood, and he goes, we ran the fucking thing right through their front door. Oh, you are my kid. Carl, you're really fucking cool. 
Hey out there, look at that, another familiar face in this unfamiliar time. There are so many characters from throughout the podcast that I wasn't sure who all uh, could or would show up in this arc, but Carl was on my list. One, because Brandon had suggested the idea of him getting powers at some point, and another because I thought that this was the best way to reveal that, while leaving the Carl of 2022 a bit more ambiguous still. Anyway, please let us know what you think about the show by leaving a review on podchaser.com or even giving us some feedback on social media at MayhemCast, wherever you go. You can also help support the show by using our Ko-Fi. The show itself will always remain free, but any amount can help us become more sustainable and able to expand our efforts. You can go to ko-fi.com slash MayhemCast. That's ko-fi.com slash MayhemCast. But for now, let's get back to the game. Well, if we're running right through the front door, no offense, Ruby, but you're kind of maybe not the best equipped for that part. I'm weak, yes, for a superhero. Well, look, I was trying to be nice about you're, it. You're skillful, but you're squishy. Yeah. But you're emotionally strong. It's because of the therapy. I wonder how Dr. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Bellum's doing. I- not well. He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. So, hey, while we're outside of this shit, Ruby, why don't you let me see if I can take the reins on this thing? I figure what we're gonna do is I'm gonna take the reins of the water pod racer and be the one to inevitably ram through the front door, preferably while blaring fortunate suns on something. It could be my phone. If I have like 10% left, I know I have that on my phone. I cannot make electronics. And then I look at Carl unless I develop new powers in the future. I didn't used to be able to make beer and now I can. Yeah, your powers are are admittedly a little wonky. I don't want to spoil anything more. Did I ever get my third arm? No, Dad. You never get a third arm. Aww. And you never shut the fuck up about it. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy cussing Carl. Cussing Carl Balea. Aw, jeez, Dad. I'm sorry. I don't don't know if you're used to that. You still say aw, jeez. Plan is that Lazark's gonna drive the car through. Rickard's been listening in on the line the whole time. She's rather to gather a force. I'm imagining Ruby's like just showing different controls, showing like how to turn and stuff like that. Rickard's he's got two pilots and uh, two gunners who have already said like they know the risks they're they're in. So are the rest of you three on sneak duty, or is anyone sticking with me? I wouldn't advise it, but I'll give someone the opportunity. I can defend us from oncoming fire. All right, kid. Just got to make the call for shields up. So I assume Yardak and I are doing the sneaks. Yeah, because also since I'm still dressed like this and have the mask on, like if I do potentially get seen, it might be okay. Worst comes to worst, we do the gambit from Star Wars where I'm your prisoner. True. So Carl pipes up Rickard and, and Rickard's like, Carl? Oh yeah, we found a buddy. <laughs> my son, my sweet boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solar Guard reporting in. Solar Guard? That's a cool name. I like that. When we get back, I'll make sure you you take that name. Uh, you should go with something cooler like Solar's shotgun. He doesn't shoot anything. Dad, I'm not naming myself after your power. Well, forgive me for liking the idea of becoming a legacy hero. But you wouldn't be a legacy hero if I used- <sighs> Never mind. Rickard, you heard the plan. Send, send some teams in. We're gonna make a go of it. And Rickard just goes, well, I think this is for all the marbles. Alan, take care of yourself in, in case I don't see this version of you again. Y'all know I love you but please be safe out there. I don't want to lose anyone else today. See what we can do, Chief. Unfortunately, staying safe is clearly not my regular wheelhouse on account of I'm dead right now. Well, you're not wrong. Godspeed, team. Oh, we don't need Godspeed. 
just Brock's. All right, kids, where am I dropping you off at? Because clearly you're not going through with me. I don't fucking know. Carl, you have any idea? I say we drop him off at the forest line. You all make your way around. There's definitely some tunnels that you could probably get underneath. Maybe sneak in that way. I don't really know this area super well. But if you sneak in those tunnels, we give them like an hour before we batter and ram our way in. Sounds good. Carl looks admittedly like a little bit like he got the wind knocked out of him. Wait, what just happened? Just this whole discussion. Everything everything that's just happened in the last couple minutes. Okay, that's fair. Well, you heard two allies die. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fair. And he saw his dead dad again. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's Tuesday. Maybe now be the time to figure out if Dr. Bell is still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I look at Carl, I'd be like, I- I'd recommend my therapist, but I-, I have no idea if he's still alive. No, it's just, uh, it's, you know, it's hard to believe Bert's gone. Crystal Tiger, too, for that matter. She was a tough son of a bitch. Were you close with them? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a lot of us left to, you know, really get to pick and choose friends. I know he and Rickard were really close, though. Bird, I can understand. Crystal Tiger surprises me. Listen, you know, again, there's not a lot of options to pick and choose. Everybody's got shit that annoys you about them, but you spend enough time with somebody, you get you get used to having them around. All right, I'll give you that. This is Rachel, not Ruby. Crystal Tiger was involved in the death of Anthony, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, you spend 40 years fighting alongside trying to survive with someone... You know. Valid. I just eventually you start to feel bad that you killed their stepdad. Yeah, you never, a- you never, you're not asking anything about what Crystal Tiger's, you know, thoughts on that matter are. I don't give a fuck. She killed my fiance. Yeah, it's also never been canonically established that she did it. Admittedly, she was in league with the people that did. She was there that night. That's fair. The idea of Alan being like friends with Bird is odd. I can see it. Alan's a military type and Bert's a military cosplayer. They were going to get along eventually. To be clear, Bert was formerly in the military. <laughs> yeah, but I like to make fun of him because he's my villain. Yeah, that's fair. Carl looked a little dejected, you know, from the loss of a friend. Okay, genuinely, I'm sorry. Clearly, I had history with both of these guys, but I haven't been here in the last 60 years, so... Only the last 20. Well, I mean, I haven't been here in the last 60 years. Me, the version of me that exists right now. No, but it's only been- you're only 40 years in the future. Oh, I keep on thinking we're 60. Alright, 40 years in the future. Fuck me teriyaki style. Okay, are we at the edge of the forest yet? Yeah, you're at the edge of the forest now. <laughs> I get out, I go, have fun storming the castle, boys! Time of my life. Rushing headfirst into danger yet again. So I assume that Ruby took back the sat phone, right? Yeah, that's probably for the best. The people sneaking should have it. That way, they're not just like, why the fuck is this in here? I'm about to literally drive through a wall. Maybe we should leave the valuable technology with someone who's not doing that. Yes, agreed. <laughs> Are you still- you still got the shotgun, though? Oh, does bear shit in the woods? I figured. Here's a fun little idea. I'm trying to be as obnoxious of an asshole as humanly possible to take the heat off of my friends Starsky and Hutch here. What if I take these silly little shotgun shells and, I don't know, rig them up with some explosives to make them do the big boom? Okay, so I, I imagine the shells themselves won't be enough, but if you- cr- I, I, you know, I would imagine basically you have to crash this thing and shoot at it. I don't know if that means tuck and roll out of the car as it's going. I don't know if that means jumping out and, and hitting it with a solar shotgun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that can be done. Do you need a giant match? I don't think a giant match will be that useful in this particular scenario, unfortunately. I am the giant match, Ruby. Um, that also very clearly, just to be clear, will will remove the shotgun as a usable item in combat then. I can use it as a bludgeoning object. Okay. Can I make him more shells? That's an idea. Ruby, I need you to try and make a fucking pile of shotgun shells. 
And I try to make a pile of shotgun shells. I hand her one so she has reference. Yeah, yeah. Roll a creation check. Uh, Unnatural 20. Okay. I think you look at this and you duplicate how many shells are you trying to make? Enough. A pile. A fucking mountain. Enough to where I could still have like a dozen shells on me just in case. Okay, so we'll just say how about an armful? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And I don't know, I imagine you gotta let you like string them together with some twine or something. Like fucked up Christmas lights. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Give me a grocery bag to also put them in. Like a VG's bag. So just to make sure, is the plan that they're going to be like, like, are you going to put them in the, in the center of the vehicle and you're going to jump up and shoot them from the air? Are you going to tuck and roll out and they're going to be along the back of it and you shoot it from behind? I was about to uh, actually turn to Carl and say, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I can jump, you can shield. We drive this thing right before it connects. I'm going to grab onto you. We're going to jump up, I'm going to shoot it, and you're going to put up a shield right afterwards so we don't get blown the fuck up. Does that sound good? Just like old times. Oh, we have some lively times. Great. I make a bag to put the shotguns in. The bag says, ho, 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 now I have a shotgun. (laughs) What is that from? (laughs) Die Hard. It's ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. Yardak, any ideas? Any input? Ah, for flavor, have Carl driving it into the building. That way, like, he can, like, use his shield. And then, like, that, because, like, that way we can control the car. And then when he goes, boom, he flies back. And then you can be super dad and pogo jump bump and catch him. We kind of have that figured out. Only I'm going to, like, jump and pogo shoot. And then he's going to shield. I know Brandon's reaction. How does Brock react to the diehard bag I've made? He grins, but at this point, he's kind of in, like, let's fuck shit up, moon. Yeah. Okay, well, then, in that case, we sit back and watch the fireworks. You have your own plan. Remember, they're going to give you, like, an hour to try to sneak in before they start this. Okay, I guess we're getting out, and let's go start sneaking. So, we're dropping them off. Me and Carl are pulling off in the woods for an hour, and then it's howdy duty time. Yeah, I think so. Before, before we dive into... Ruby and Yarnak, can I have a quick moment with my son? You can. Pull off into the woods, kind of a perfect little vantage point, turn to the kid. So, you ever smoke pot? <laughs> I really thought he was going to ask if he was gay. <laughs> oh, I imagine that that's going to come up at some point in this conversation. I'm going to try and cheat as much as a father as humanly possible and ask my son some very... <laughs> I'm going to ask him a series of very basic questions and hopefully receive a series of very basic answers in response. Do we have an understanding? I guess I've probably had it at some point. You know, it's definitely not part of my part of my routine. Well, reaches into coat pocket, pulls out a joint. It's part of mine. Dad, we shouldn't get high. We're about to fucking <laughs> go on a mission. Kid, relax. Ruby can't make high THC, and I'm about to literally drive through a wall. Yeah, and then we're gonna have to d- defend ourselves in a fortified Atlantean position. Are you fucking kidding me right now? You know, actually, you know, she cut you off. <laughs> you are all severely overestimating how this shit affects me. Yeah, we just don't think you should be at all high when we're doing this. <laughs> what, and I should just deal with the natural back pain? Come on, kid, you're old enough to know how much this shit sucks. Get high after, not during. I don't know if there's gonna be an after. Shut up, you're not even here. (laughs) You're not even here. (laughs) I'm really sorry that your son is judging you for your drug use. This is a flashback slash flash forward to, like, older Ruby, like, where she's cutting him off. Anyway, are are you done with your tender moment? Well, fine, more for me. (sighs) And cut the other team. (laughs) So, yeah, I imagine y'all are trying to sneak your way through the forest. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So to imagine what you're looking at, you're kind of looking towards a valleyed area. As you look down in this valley, there's a large circular walled facility. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in the center of it is kind of a giant tower that looks to be held up uh, on independent stilts. And if you had to guess, it looks like it's kind of a giant drill mechanism. Don't like that. No, thanks. Um, and this is literally right along the waterline. As you're sneaking through the, you know, this far, it is March and the trees are pretty much dead. But they are, you know, for the most part, you know, it's thick enough that you're not really noticeable. But I do want you to roll a stealth check. Okay. Nat 20. Oh, not a nat 20, but I got a 16. So let's say 25 altogether. And what was your total, Ruby? Total, I didn't even fucking look because I was so excited about the nat 20. 32. Canonically, you could say that, that you were using your powers to try to make yourself invisible as you sneak. Fuck it. Can, can we, sh- like, say that for flavor text? So, for that 20, I have 32. Yeah, I think you're, you are you were, you know, you had to be very slow about it. You maybe didn't get quite as far as you intended to, but you're just about to reach those tunnels you were, ever, that Carl was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming towards you on the sky, all of a sudden you hear two vulture craft basically go out of stealth mode. You hear it streaking like, shh. I think there's distraction number one. You do suddenly see from the facility a bunch of hovercraft go out into the air mm-hmm. and start trying to follow them. And you do see like they're kind of firing at each other. The Atlanteans are lobbing energy blasts. There's gunners on the vulture craft firing back. Like they're hitting them. They're, they're diving. They're ducking. They're dodging. They're hitting them. And you see more like troops rallying to get on hovercraft. Like these are like troop carriers. Like their goal is to try to capture these things. So this is right about that point where it's been about an hour. So they've reached the tunnels and that was sort of your time frame that you were told. 30 seconds before this. So what you're telling me is that I should research asexuality when I get home, huh? I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay, because I mean, like, hopefully, like, I I am gonna get back and, you know, undo all of this. You know, that's gonna happen. I'm fucking laser hawk. You know, I'm like, you gotta understand that I'm, like, both hopeful about that, but also, like, that's my life. So that's weird for me to think that you're going to try to undo my life? Well, I mean, it's not like I'm- Do you get what I mean? I, I, I get it, but like, at the same token, I want you to have a normal life. Oh, oh, well, that's our cue, huh, kid? <laughs> Alright, kid. Are you ready? Always. And he looks like he kind of like shakes his arms. He's getting limbered up. Turns on the quite visible boat mobile. Turns the sun. Just in case, I want to know that I have one more opportunity to say this. I love you, son. I love you too, Dad. Uh... Let's kick some ass. Skrrr! As Ruby and Yardak are sneaking in, you know, the vultures are, are fighting overhead, you know, trying to do their best to pull off fire and distract away from you. The hovercraft roars to life, takes off. I imagine you're, you're kind of weaving back and forth to kind of gather some speed. And suddenly, you know, right as you're starting to get within range of it, they turn and they see how fast you're coming and they realize, like, this is not stopping and they start trying to fire at you giant like blue energy blasts and roll a vehicle check 24 yeah you're you're able to like dodge out of the way of these blasts as they're coming in like they're basically lobbing like energy mortars at you as you get even closer a lot of ground troops are kind of firing like rifles at you carl shield he lights up the shields Put some above both of your heads, um, and blasts are just kind of ting, 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 ricocheting off of them. Can I, can Ruby see any of this? I imagine, like, you're, you can see it as they're being fired at, but they're about to go around a corner where you won't be able to see them. But that also means you know, like, it's on. This is even crazier than fucking normal. Like, that's... Yardak, I imagine, are you kind of leading the way? Yeah. Actually, preemptively, hey, Ruby, just in case, can you make me some kind of, like, rope or shackles or something just in case I have to act like you're my prisoner? Make, make some rope. 
Yeah, and then, like, I'll just keep it, like, just in case we get spied. Energy blasts are pinging off. You're finally sneaking into the tunnels. Ruby and Yardak roll perception checks. Mm. 19 altogether. 18 altogether. As you're making your way through the tunnels, you know, there are some lights that are kind of set up, like, essentially glow sticks going along along the walls. And you see two guards kind of just hanging out. They're at, like, where four tunnels meet each other, kind of at this intersection. You mean to kill them. And they're like, what the fuck do you think's going on up there? Where we're at right now, I still look like an Atlantean, right? You still look like an Atlantean. You also, they haven't seen you. You can see them. Okay. You said there's two? There's two of them. To give you an idea, though, Laserhawk, you've also noticed this, that these guards are not nearly as armored as the guards you fought previously. Oh, good. To Yardak, they would look more like traditional Atlantean soldiers. Okay, I swear this isn't Murder Hobo. So, as we're creeping (laughs) down this darkened alleyway, hallway, cave tunnel, and I see that there are the two guards and they don't notice us, the rope that Ruby just conjured, I'm going to hand it back to her, and then I'm going to make a motion of, like, tying it around... And then I want us to each go up to one of the guards and her with the rope and me with my water try to, like, choke out these guards. Okay, I think you should just know this before you try this. Suffocation does take 10 rounds. Oh my god. Yeah, I was like, suffocation takes a while. It takes about 60 seconds of active, like, you have to hold them without them breaking out of it. I'm just letting you know that. Just decapitate them like normal human beings. See, I was just trying to make them unconscious. I wasn't trying to kill. That's why I said I wasn't trying to murder Hobo. Fuck that, we're in the future, and this doesn't affect us. Can I crush them? Is, like, something following them crush them? Yeah. And I try to make it seem like it's just falling. The walls are shaking and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, there's, like, a bit of, like, shaking with all, like, the blasts going on, like, a little bit of dust falling out. What is your create rank? Seven. Yeah, so both of them, these rocks just come down and crush them down to the ground. One of them shakily tries to reach his hand up, like, he's gonna try to get up, and then it just falls limp. Well, you killed a couple men. Yeah, I just knocked them out. <laughs> you don't know that they're dead, but they are definitely not conscious. Go make sure. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Ruby's actual response. If we fix this timeline, they won't be dead. You all just did that. Mm-hmm. Forward, you do see a sort of uh, like an energy doorway that leads into the facility. Ooh. Meanwhile, though, back upstairs, you are running towards all of the energy rifles. You've successfully dodged out of the way of all their mortars. Like you've gotten too close now for it to reach. You are feet away now from being about to hit. What do you do? Pogo time. Drop shield. Roll a dodge check. 23. Pretty much right as you say that, he drops the shields. You grab him. They decided basically to lob a mortar close. It lands, hits the vehicle, but it's too late. The momentum has already moved towards, but it does kind of come into the air with you and start spiraling as it hits into their wall. Hell yeah, bitch. What are you doing? So I'm in midair right now? Yep. I can't pull Sarpogo if my feet aren't on the ground. Oh, I mean, I thought you you had already made the jump when this happened. I assumed you were pull Sarpogoing. Well, in that case, I grab my son and scream shield again and shoot. Roll an attack check. 24. 13 plus 11. Okay, and... You jump up, you fire off this shot, he immediately shields up as you're kind of, I imagine, also, uh, you know, kind of tumbling through the air a little bit. Your shot fired true. You hit the shotgun shells. Boom. The wall explodes. You see a bunch of these Atlantean soldiers go flying, creating a giant opening in the wall. The carcass of the vehicle goes spinning wildly into the air and lands uh, in the center court near this drill-like device. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. And let's go back over to Yardak and Ruby. As you're coming into the facility, there is 
klaxon alarms going off, like, you're able to duck away in time. You see a squad of soldiers run by, like they're heading towards the courtyard. What are you doing? Sneaking in. Obviously hide. And then as soon as they run past, I want to run where they came from. Are you joining? Yeah, I'm not splitting up here. We don't have a way to get back in contact. Okay. Uh, So yeah, the guards were coming from an outpost that has a bunch of view screens. Kind of basically looks like a security station. And you know, when when a security breach is going on, it looks like the security station should probably go through. I want to look at all the cameras, see what I can see. You can see the charred remains of a hovercraft. Wonder how that happened. A lot of guards that are running through the facility. You can see a few that look like they're pointed outside the facility towards where Solar Guard and Laser Hawk just came from. Are there any cameras that let me see that drill thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, so the ones that are pointed towards that courtyard can see, like, kind of like a closer version of what you were seeing from far away. Can I, like, see what it's doing or, like, any information about it? It looks like it's just kind of drilling into the ground. It is like a bunch of small individual drills. It's drilling there menacingly. I swear if we have to fight some kind of subterranean beast, I feel like something's gonna come out of this hole it's digging. God damn it, futuristic Atlantean mole men. As you're looking out, you see basically Carl and Brock have started to float back down to the ground. I look, see if I recognize besides Carl and Brock, who I obviously know, see if I recognize anyone on these cameras. Roll a perception check. Yardak, feel free to do so. 17. 12. Gotcha. So, Ruby, I think you just kind of missed this. Yardak, the only one you recognize is the guy you saw back at the dilapidated laser hut. You saw he has the scar kind of gashed across his helmet. All right, well, I want to take his bitch ass out first. Okay, well, he looks like he's kind of set up in the command post, ordering people around. When you take a look at him, you do notice that he is, like, you know, powered armor suit compared to the rest of the just more normal armored guys. And there's how many around him? I mean, it looks like he's in the command post, so there's, you know, probably about five guys around him that he just seemed to be... Parking orders. I turned to uh, Yardak. I was like, do we think they're like digging for the tablet? That's what I'm suspecting. I just don't know why it would be underground like that. Maybe at one point that was underwater and like land, like continents shifted. Yeah, I mean, if they're that old, yeah. Like how old are they supposed to be? So yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, it's probably more than likely what's happening. Are we in like Manhattan now or are we in New York? Upstate New York. Pretty much like the crux before it becomes Connecticut. New York's like somewhat coastal. It doesn't, it makes sense that at some point this part would have been underground. Yeah. Okay, so now we gotta stop Commando Guy and stop the drill and find the tablets and find Olobrand and get back to our own timeline. All right. So simple, right? Yeah. Check them off as we get them done. I guess start heading to the big scary drill. Yeah, because even if there are people here, stopping the drill is like the biggest thing. Because like if we can do that, then it's like, well, fuck them, then we can take care of them. Or if we can get control of the drill, which seems unlikely, but I mean... Oh, no, I just want to destroy this thing. Well, the thing is, it's not only that we need to stop them from getting the tablet, we need it. True. I don't fucking know, dude. This is so weird. I want to hop back over to Brandon, but I want to have like an exact idea of what your plan is. I guess we're heading towards the drill. Is that the plan? Yeah, head towards the drill. Take out who we can along the way. We're not going to destroy the drill, though, because we do need it. Okay, so are you heading towards the drill itself, like outside? Oh, I guess, uh, do we know where the drill is being controlled from? We really want to get to the command room, not the drill. I feel like he could somehow fucking turn the drill against us. So I'd rather get control of the drill and then make my way to the drill. Let's pop back over then. Laserhawk, you and Solar Guard are about to land after detonating the hovercraft. What are you doing? There is a bunch of like rocks because you're near the shore that you could try to hide behind, or you could try to make yourself glide into 
the courtyard the vehicle went into. Uh, or you could try to land along the perimeter wall. Alright, can we dive into the thick of it or are we gonna regroup for a moment? Now is the time to make that call. Into the thick of it? Just don't fly too high, close to the sun. Icarus is going toward that drill, I guess. So you're heading towards the courtyard. So right now there's not really any enemies in the courtyard. They're all on the perimeter wall. The courtyard does have ways that you can like get into the facility. It does have like the underside of the drilling platform that you could try to like hide under that. I don't know if your plan here was just like, if your plan is like kick ass and just like, you know, take out as many of these guards and keep distracting, then you would want to probably land on the perimeter wall. My plan was to drive through the wall and I didn't plan after that. Fuck it, we're going unga bunga. I guess we're landing on the perimeter wall so I can fuck some Atlanteans up. Like every millennial who discovers that retirement may or may not come, but old age will. You are discovering that you have to plan for after the apocalypse. Yeah, I guess I'm landing on the perimeter wall and going full unga bunga with solar shotguns then. Carl's gonna land right behind you and just keep the shields up pointing at your six. Sounds good. Is there anything I can aim at that'll go boom? Looks like there's definitely some weapons caches. In Halo, like how how the Covenant just seemed to leave weapons lockers everywhere. Man, look at all these red barrels around here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm aiming for anything I feel is going to cause an explosive and possibly cause multiple fatalities at once. Okay. And wait, are you doing this with the shotgun or with the solar shotgun? I'm doing this with the solar shotgun. Are you kidding me? That is way too far away for a regular shotgun spread. Just making sure. Feel free roll a solar shotgun then 26 altogether 26 all right what's the dc on that it's gonna be a 24 24 boom you caught this thing right as some guys were gathering weapons from it it explodes two of them fly over the perimeter wall outside onto the shore two of them fly into the courtyard this is perimeter wall right and you're on top of that right now ruby and yardak are inside that perimeter wall like it's actually the facilities within that wall and then it all meets up at a juncture that goes into the drill. Imagine this shape. I don't really want to have to explain it. Circle with an indent. Like a Q? Exactly. Like a Q with another circle on the inside. Okay. Yeah, imagine this thing is like a giant Q. So right now they're inside of the circle, which is the perimeter wall. You're on top of the circle. Mm. I'm still going to go full onga bunga. I'm going to onga that bunga until the bunga don't onga no more. You do look up for a moment and you do see the first of the two vultures has been shot down. Stop that. <laughs> It's spiraling. You do see, like, the gunner gets off a couple more shots and takes out a few more hovercraft before they, uh, they hit the water. Godspeed, you magnificent bastards. Moments later, it explodes. Oh, fuck. That one wasn't good. I just hope my boyfriend wasn't on it. So, you fired off a shot, you blew up some guys. Ruby and Yardak, if you're- are you trying to be stealthy, or are we just, you know- I don't really think we need to be stealthy, because, like, everybody ran by, and then it's just those people in that room, so we can just kind of hustle our ass down there. You should probably be a little stealthy. I think a little stealthy. I mean, not clapping and yelling as we're going on the hallway, but, like- <laughs> Not banging pots and pans. Yeah. Then I guess roll stealth checks. 21. Can I use my hero point to re-roll? Yeah. I rolled a 2, for the fuck. That's fair. Okay, that is a lot better. 25. Yardak goes around a corner, and all of a sudden you hear someone say, You there, halt. Ruby, you heard that, like, right before you came around the corner and ducked behind something. Oh, nice. Leaving me out to fry. (laughs) Bitch, you actually are a lanthian, at least. Oh, that's right. I'm still in disguise. What? So, uh, as soon as he says that, I stop it, like, right in my tracks, and I turn and I go, Yes, what's up? Glub, glub, motherfucker. Anywho, when he yells stop, I stop right in my tracks and I turn and I go, yes, sir. And he looks perplexed a little bit. He's just like a regularly dressed Atlantean guard. He's like, and then I turn and I see him and then I go, oh, oh, hey, what are you doing here? 
I was about to ask the same of you. I'm guarding this area, the command center. Why aren't you out in the courtyard? Didn't you listen? You're supposed to be going out to the gate, and then I'm supposed to be going into the command room to meet up with the rest of them. What are you doing? Oh, this fucking works, dude. Roll a deception check. Yeah. Don't shit the bed. I want this to work. 26. All right, I'm going to give you a plus one circumstance bonus to this, and I'll tell you why in a second. He goes, oh, I'm terribly sorry. Please don't tell the superiors. I, I misunderstood my orders. I will I will get right out there. I will defend our honor. Absolutely. Hup two. <laughs> Dumb piece of shit. The reason you got plus one, normally it's a plus two circumstance bonus for things. Um, but I give you a plus one because the helmet should have really been a detriment because you're not wearing any of the other armor <laughs> that the others wear. Just the helmet. <laughs> well, you know. Hey. Ruby is going to look around and see is there armor and stuff hanging around. No, not that you can see. I think Ruby's been more an Atlantean, like, just robes. I would like to change what I'm wearing to specifically, like, to look like an Atlantean soldier. You know what? Fuck it. I realize I make the rest of the armor that Yardak should be wearing just to help him blend in a little more. And is there, like, a certain way female Atlantean soldiers do their hair or anything like that? You've never met any yourself. I guess if you're going to go based on Ula Bryn, it's very, like, tightly braided, but she's not really military. I just throw my hair back in a bun and even, like, maybe try and tuck it in my shirt a little bit to maybe look like it's shorter than it is. Are you making your way into the command room then? Yep. Yep. As the door opens, Scar Helmet looks at you and goes, who the hell are you? And now we cut back over to Brock. Brock, you just blew up something. Guards are heading towards you. You did just see one of the two Vulture Craft be taken out. <laughs> I'm gonna blow something else up. So you do see another weapons cache. You do see some of the mortar things that were firing at you on your way in. Which one has the most people standing by it? Probably the weapons cache right now. Like enough people are gathering weapons to come, come fight you. Kaboom! It's a bit far away from you, so... It's okay. <laughs> That's gonna be a 30, bud. Boom. This one explodes. It sends some guys again flying off the edge. In fact, it sends a few guys into some other guys who were already firing at you. Do it all right back there, kid. Ting, 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 ting. Trying to ricochet him as best he can. Yeah, getting a little tired here. Maybe blowing up these mortars will kill enough of them. Suddenly, one of the mortars does go off. Like, they've turned it inward at this point, because they're desperate to stop you. Uh-oh. It fires off. Carl sees it coming, lets his regular shield down for a moment, jumps into the air, clangs his wrists together right at the exact time, and it deflects. Hey, That was sick. You didn't tell me you could do that. That was very fucking cool, but I thought Carl was about to sacrifice himself for his dad, and I was gonna be like, see, you at least gotta wait till the end of this fucking adventure when we could go back in time and, like, see him right away. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know if that was gonna work. Well... Happy then. You and me both. All right, well, I guess I'm aiming for those next. And then let's jump back into the command room. They just said, who the hell are you? It was Scar Guy. I am good at lying. Sir, we were given orders to come in here and help man the command center. Orders by who? It was yelled at me by someone. It's it's chaos out there. I couldn't figure out who exactly it was, but I didn't want to waste time trying to figure that out. Roll a deception check. 27. All right, soldier at ease. I don't really need this many people crowding up this space. We got to keep the drill protected. We've almost punctured the surface. I can't be coincidence that the humans may be attempting an attack at this time. Yes, of course. Where would be the best place for me to go protect it? <laughs> Tell me everything. I would say uh, entering the courtyard, keeping them from reaching the actual instruments would be ideal. Brock looks over and sees a fucking clarinet. <laughs> he whips out my recorder. <laughs> and I go, how long till we break through, sir? I would say probably in the next 10 minutes, which would be ideal as we have reinforcements on their way. The king himself wants to observe. I want to, it's like as she's talking kind of casually, like bebop my way around the room and then take my water and spray it into the machinery that's controlling the drill and freeze it. Because if they're that close to getting it, I don't want Yarkalen to have it, especially if he's on his way. Roll an attack check. Okay, we grab the dice. There we go. 
24 altogether. You pull out your water and go to swipe, but he sees you at the last moment, reaches out the chain with the hook on the end and deflects your arms out of the way. Bitch. And he then turns Ruby uh, and essentially like picks you up by the breastplate. Rude. I thought you seemed a little small for one of us. You are admittedly significantly shorter than the average Atlantean. Does he have armor on, and, and where do my feet land? So he has you picked up by the breastplate. You're probably at his knees. My feet are at his knees? Yeah, your feet are, like, at his knees right now. I'm trying to decide. Take him in the shins! I want to try and take the sword out and, like, stab him. You're not going to get an opportunity to really react in this situation, because before you really get a chance to say much after you're saying, let's see if you're really one of us, and he is going to put you face first into a pool of water that was sitting at the center of the room. Quick, make a snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> you begin to thrash about, struggling against trying to get out just out of pure instinct when you realize that you're breathing fine. Chapter 60, On a Distant Shore, Part 2 Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. Remember, you can support us by heading to ko-fi.com slash mayhemcast. That's ko-fi.com slash mayhemcast. The episode was written, produced, and forced to hide in a Build-A-Bear by myself, R.C. Byler, and edited by Brandon Brownson. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on podchaser.com. Our logo art is by Jen Evans, and our font is by A.J. Eisen. Our theme music is by Pope Brandon Brownson. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com. Like, is this part of my alien shit? What the fuck? Will I ever get my kid to quit being such a square and get him to smoke pot with me? We'll find out next time. <laughs> next time on Dragon Ball Z. I do love the idea that one day I can canonically just be like, Ruby's cutting him off of the wheat. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, nani? That <laughs> seems to be the general reaction. How we feeling? What the goddamn hell? What the fuck? I got to blow things up. I feel pretty confident about where I'm at right now. Carl seems really cool. Yeah, he's my kid. What, did you think he was going to grow up to be a fucking square? I have been living in fear that we're going to either run into, like, one of my particular enemies or one of my... Fr- I don't have that many that are, like, Ruby-specific enemies, so I was like, one of our friends is going to be evil. I do have a, an actual big fear, but I feel... If I feel like I say it, RC will use it. You assume that I haven't already thought of it, that I haven't tapped into your mind. I feel like he's going to use Bethany. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bethany is MIA. Bethany is MIA. Bethany is the queen of Atlantis. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you married your Caleb? She's attracted to power and ass and survival. You just said ass three times. Oh, where's your boyfriend? Dead. Who knows? We live forever, basically. So, I mean, as long as... I mean, your Caleb probably killed him in a fit of jealousy or something. Oh, that wasn't directed toward me. Your yes, your boyfriend definitely dead. His boyfriend possibly alive. My boyfriend is alive. Oh, isn't that great for two thirds of us? Unfortunately, Brock will be over here with his anime body pillow. Dan, how are you feeling about Yardak's journey right now? This is probably.
probably my favorite Atlantis timeline that we've had because it's so fucking batshit insane. And don't worry, I've got plenty of batshit insane things planned for when you get back. Great. Because I bet something's changed by the time we get back or some shit like that. It is fun running into, like, I hope we just get, like, a, a glimpse of, like, people from our past every episode. It's fun. I was going to say, how did, how did you feel about the, the death of uh, Burt McIntyre and Crystal Tiger? Fuck them. <laughs> I feel bad that my now older boyfriend, who was originally younger than me, lost his friend, but Bert's an asshole. He's the only one of your villains who eventually was right. Huh. 